Welcome back to the fucking pod. Let's go. How's everybody gambling going? Hopefully it's going good because mine is simply awful. Followed up with my best week, with my two worst weeks, and we just, we've been struggling a little bit. We've been struggling a little bit. I'm trying to find a universal word to refer to you guys because I keep leaving the women out and fuck, women can gamble too. You guys can vote. You guys can gamble. You can be president. You can be a kicker now, too, in a college football game, apparently. Shout out to Sarah Fuller. She's also she's a nasty soccer player. Fucking ass. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving as well. I had a pretty good Thanksgiving. Can't complain. Small family gathering. Fuck yeah. Also had to sweat out the lines over during the day. Parents, of course, not really big on the gambling, so had to keep that in wraps. But yeah, I think that was a start to a new Thanksgiving tradition. Nothing better than watching the Lions get fucking murdered on national TV during Thanksgiving lunch. Anybody, I, my family does lunch. I know some people go four or five a little later on in the day. We do, we're usually 1.30, 2 o'clock. Not sure about everybody else. And, uh, oh shit, we got a quick, quick ad here. Um, these come... This comes to you from Harmon's Landscape. For all your plowing needs this winter, you know the snow. Snow's going to be coming, especially for us people in the Northeast. You're going to want somebody to plow. Somebody to plow you out. Just give them a call and they'll get you out of your driveway in a fucking jiff, buddy. Gotta fucking love it. Alright, let's get to the gambling. Let's get to what the meat and potatoes are of this podcast. And we're going to be doing it a little bit differently this week. <clears throat> Um, I did watch a lot of football yesterday, a lot of football, learned a lot of things, that's for sure, and, uh, I've just been thinking on just five teams in general that you should be riding towards the end of the season here, and then five teams that I'd stay the fuck away from, really. Um, yeah, let's start with the five teams that you should, I think you should ride with these boys for the rest of the season, you'd be looking pretty good. Number one, Arizona, I've been talking about them all year. Arizona, they fucked me with the Pats on Sunday. I wrote most of my notes down before Sunday, but I just, I can't quit them. I'm not going to quit them this year, and especially with that Patriots loss, I think the spread's going to be better coming up the stretch, and let's be real, who's more fun to watch than Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins? I don't think you can name a QB wide wide receiver tandem better than those two. I wouldn't maybe not better is the word, but electric. I think I'm gonna go with electric, absolutely fucking electric. And if their de- defense can figure it out, they are a playoff team. And I would not want to face them in the playoffs whatsoever. No thanks. Buda Baker is fucking sick. Also, maybe the coolest name in the NFL. Buda Baker. Imagine having a kid named Buda Baker on your team. You would never think you're ever gonna lose. Number two, the Ravens. I think the Ravens are due. They've been weird all year, up and down. Everybody's been having their opinions, talking their shit about the Ravens. And I think the the spread is going to show that down the stretch. And I think the Ravens are, 
I think they're locked in towards the end of it, and I think they make a playoff push big time. They got they got the Steelers on Wednesday. Nice little Wednesday afternoon game. Fucking right. I'm actually really excited about that. That'd be cool. Wednesday afternoon, I think that's their statement win. I think they beat the Steelers. Steelers go ten and one. Ravens I'm not sure what are the Ravens seven and five? I think they are. Maybe seven and four. I'm not quite sure, but Coming down the stretch, take the Ravens. I I don't know. I feel like Lamar has something to prove. He's kind of been lost in the... I mean, in in all reality, he's kind of been lost. Like Murray has taken over Lamar Jackson's spot as the best just complete run-first quarterback, I believe, because he can actually throw the fucking ball. You trust Kyler Murray to throw the ball. I don't trust Lamar to throw the ball whatsoever. He's not going to win you a game with his arm. Plain and simple. Not going to fucking happen. Number three, this is going to sound, people are going to think I am fucking crazy. The Cowboys. I, at the beginning of the season, I was way too high on the Cowboys. Their defense was fucking awful. Dak Prescott had to throw for 400 yards every game to just keep them in it. But I like giving Andy Dalton a little time to settle in with the offense. And Zeke also, I mean, Zeke has been Awful this year. He's got to come back at some point, you got to think. Water always finds its level. And my God, he's been awful. But they do have a nice backup in Pollard, which I like him. And their receiving core is wildly talented. I like the Cowboys coming down the stretch. And they're also, I mean, NFC East, they could be competing for a playoff push. In all reality, the NFC is fucking terrible. That's why, I mean, with my next pick, too, it's it's mainly more how bad the NFC is and not how good these teams are. I don't know if I necessarily even trust these teams, but they're going to be playing for something down the stretch where other teams just aren't. And I think that's where the spreads might be a little different. The, I mean, they're both going to be underdogs heading down the stretch. I mean, maybe not the next team I'm about to talk about, but, well, let's get to them. The Giants. I actually, I think the Giants will win the NFC East. For some fucking reason, I believe in Danny Dimes. I like him. I've liked him since the start. He can run. Decent thrower of the ball, I guess I want to say. Too many turnovers. Way too many turnovers. That's scary. But I think he's one of those guys, I think he could win you a game with his arm. And I don't think you can say that about a lot of guys. And he can he can run, like really run the ball. Not just like kind of run the ball. Like He has wheels. I like him. And I really don't like anybody else in the NFC East. I know I just talked about the Cowboys, but they... I, without Dak Prescott, they I just don't see them making that final push at all. I really don't. I mean, Andy Dalton, that's the thing. Andy Dalton will keep you level and keep your head above water, but he's not going to lead you to the promised land. He, I mean, he never did it at uh, Cincinnati, and he won't here, more than likely. Unless their defense can figure it out, there's no way in hell they touch the NFCs this year. Not a chance. Carson Wentz also sucks. I, I am fully out on the Eagles. Uh, very early on, I was, I think, actually one of the, I think my first podcast, I was huge on the Eagles. For some reason, I loved the Eagles, and I thought they were going to run away with the NFCs because the NFCs was that bad. The Eagles fucking suck, man. They're playing the Seahawks tonight, and my God. 
I just, their defense sucks. Carson Wentz, you thought, was the only hopeful point of that whole team. And Carson Wentz has been awful this year. It's, I mean, I think it might be time in Philly to start thinking about new QBs. I mean, obviously, I got on a tangent with Philly, but my God, I thought they were going to be a real team this year. And Who am I fucking kidding? Number five. I don't like number five after last night's performance, but we're going to go with them anyway. The Bears. I only say this because I think they're going to be underdogs a lot headed down the stretch, I think. Obviously depends on what their defense is or what their schedule is, but my God, their performance Sunday night football, absolutely pitiful. Is what, 3-27 to at halftime? I mean, at that point, the game's over. I think it ended up like 16 to third. What did it? 15 to 27, maybe? I don't know if the Packers scored again, but, you know, game's over anyway. Who Who really gives a fuck? But. I I do like them going down the stretch. And Nick Foles was injured. I think they're bringing Mitch back. I don't know why. I still like Mitch Trubisky. I really couldn't tell you anything. Why. Maybe he's a mobile quarterback. And Nick Foles just kind of... I don't like the way Nick Foles looks. I think that's it, actually. I just Nick Foles has one of those dumb faces. But so did Eli Manning. And Eli Manning won you two Super Bowls. So you can win a Super Bowl with a dumb face. That has been proven multiple times by Eli and Peyton, really. They both got dumb faces. <sighs> Fucking dumb. But for some reason, Mitch, yes. I Mitch might just... I don't, I don't know what the NFC North looks like. Or the wild card. Because, I mean, Packers are running away with the division. But I'm not sure. The Bears might still be in the hunt. Not completely sure on that. But I like them betting-wise down the stretch. I really do. I mean, also, you know, defense is fucking sick. Their defense is always going to be good. And uh, poor Allen Robinson, because Allen Robinson is actually a really good number one. And how how just as a team you can never figure out your passing game has astonished me throughout the years. Because, you know, I grew up as a Pats fan, and it seemed like every game Brady was just airing it out for three, four TDs, and they were scoring 30 points, like every game. I just don't get how the Bears can be this fucking bad on the offensive side of the ball every year how do you just never figure out your quarterback situation it's unreal really so that was five and then I'm gonna tack on a sixth because I thought about afterwards and I I I like I know it's not like the craziest pick ever because they are a top team going down the stretch but the the Saints I like the Saints, and I think the spread might change a little bit with Taysom being in there, but Taysom actually might be fucking good. He might be better than Drew Brees. Definitely a different kind of quarterback that Drew Brees is, but Drew Brees' arm is about to fall off. Drew Brees can't keep throwing the ball the way he wants to, I guess is really what I'm trying to say. You know, he can make those checkdowns. He's going to make those checkdowns because he analytical QB towards the back end of his career, obviously he's going to make the right reads. But he's not going to be able to... He's a guy that cannot win you the game with his arm. I don't think that Drew Brees down... You know, if you needed 10 points at the end of the fourth quarter and Alvin Kamara was injured or something, I don't think you would feel real great about having Drew Brees leading you to a win. I really don't. Don't trust him. Taysom? Maybe. 
they might, if Taysom plays well, they might just keep Taysom in for the rest of the year. I mean, Drew Brees got a billion broken ribs. I don't know how that's going to look at all, really. If I were a Saints fan, I would almost feel better. Oh, 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 oh. and side tangent. Why the fuck didn't they start Jameis? I'm pissed. I was so ready for some Jameis Winston football. I was going to bet on him regardless of what the spread looked like. Jameis is just so much fun to watch. Talk about all-time gunslinger doesn't give a fuck. I mean, if he was playing for your favorite team, that sucks. You don't want to watch him. You know, that's like too close to home. You don't want a guy like that on your favorite team because then you'll obviously start to hate him because he'll throw up 30 fucking picks. But he also hasn't gotten a chance to play QB since he's got his eyes fixed. He got LASIK surgery in the offseason. He led the NFL in passing yards, and he couldn't fucking see. Hashtag get Jameis another job. Starting job. I'm fucking big on Jameis Winston. Give me some more Jameis, please. All right, there's there's the five teams that going down the stretch. If you stick with those six teams, I think you're going to be all right. I really do. I would feel confident in every one of those one of those teams, definitely. Um, so yeah, now the five teams that you shouldn't gamble on. Number one really is not a surprise at all. The Bengals. I actually I ended up winning my first bet when I uh when I met my bookie, my first bet was fifty dollars on the Bengals against the Jets. I think the spread was like six points. And they uh they uh it was the craziest backdoor cover ever. And that's really, that, that's one of those things when you gamble on sports that that happens and you think you're invincible. You think that you're going to win every fucking bet from then on out because like shit like that just happens. I mean, it's happened to me a million times since then where I'm just sitting there and it's like, well, I'm, I'm adding up the over or something and there's like 347 left and I need 10 points or some shit. And they're just like, well, if they score really quick right here and then they get the ball back and then they try to run out the clock and then it doesn't usually work like that. I got very lucky that first time around. And that's one of those things that will get you hooked to this gambling shit. Don't I fucking love it? But no. No Joe Burrow. The team doesn't care. I just like there's not there's no emotion on the Bengals. I feel like I feel like it's just a team that doesn't care. They're not going to be they're not going to get the best pick in the draft. They're going to, you know, obviously be around there, but they're not getting Trevor Lawrence, which you got Joe Burrow anyway. You don't need Trevor Lawrence. I if you're the Bengals, I don't even really know what what you do to get better. But don't don't fucking bet them down the stretch. Number two is going to be a surprise. Very big surprise. The Chiefs. I've been trying to bet big on the Chiefs all year. I have bet big a couple times. A couple times I've talked myself out of it. But, I mean, you just look at the spread and you look at the team and you think the Chiefs are just going to beat them by a billion. It's, it's, I, for some reason, I think this Chiefs team is like the old Pats teams and they're just not. They're going to score a million or they're going to throw the ball all over you. They're going to, they're fun, electric, Patrick Mahomes, best player, probably of all time already. 
but they don't hold leads that well. They don't usually end up losing the game, but it seems like they get out to a big lead and they're very good at just coasting and that's just inviting teams to cover. It happened to me with the Tampa game yesterday. It just they they got out to this huge lead in the first half and then they kind of just slowly let Tampa get back into it it was never really out of it's like a really great basketball team going on a huge run and then they just can't quite close it and it's you know it ends up being within five six points at the very end but it was never really in question you're never really like oh they're gonna lose but you know Tampa Bay comes back and covers and just absolutely fucks me there I also had the over two and that didn't hit either so that game really I just I bet on the Chiefs multiple times and the Raiders game. I bet big on the Chiefs Raiders game the other week and holy shit. Are you kidding me? Honestly, I got drunk and fell asleep before the game even happened. But I wake up and it's 31 to 35 and I'm like how do you let up 31 points against the Raiders? Raiders aren't bad. Not bad at all. Derek Carr, very serviceable quarterback. I love Josh Jacobs. Darren Waller's nice. But to do that on the Chiefs, I know their their defense isn't the greatest thing, but you're the Chiefs. You're supposed to be above and beyond the best team in the league, and it just doesn't seem like they're proving that. It seems like they're proving the opposite almost every week that they're not. They're just not quite those crazy good Patriots teams that we've seen in the past. And I just, I really don't understand it because I I figured they were. I thought they were that good. I thought. I thought they'd beat every team by 30, and I guess I was wrong. Number three, Denver. Denver's just boring. I mean, they lost other QBs to COVID last or yesterday, and that was a wild game to bet on. They had no quarterback. They had, I think they had a tight end playing quarterback for them. Uh, yeah, they were playing the Saints, and it was just, oh, my God, 17-point spread. I said, still give me that. No quarterback, and you're the Broncos. I mean, headed down the stretch, even if they do have a quarterback, Drew Locke comes back. I was big on Drew Locke at first. I don't think I like him anymore. I think, honestly, let's be real. I feel like most of the people who were in on Drew Locke all saw that video of him rapping to Jeezy and was like, this kid's fucking sick. Because that's what I did. I thought that kid, I was like, shit, that kid's got it. And just... You know, like, you know it, it just seems like he, like, was living, you know, that dream of just being the young kid and just over there fucking bobbing his head. But he he makes – see, this is where a quarterback I, – I like him in the sense that he, he has balls at least. It's like a Jameis Winston thing. Jameis Winston led the fucking NFL in passing yards. He's got balls. He just doesn't have the decision-making, which is – it's what separates guys like this and the greats of all time is where it's like, obviously, this kid can make the throws. He can do this, but he's also, you're getting to the red zone and you're worried he's going to throw it away. And you just can't have that. He just seems like a guy who tries to fit it in spots that aren't there. And, I mean, he's young. He's young and he's got time, but, I mean, I wouldn't give him, if he's, He's got the rest of the year. If he can prove it throughout the rest of the year, Denver should take another chance on him next year and kind of just let him mold. But if not, if he doesn't look good down the stretch, look for Denver to get a new QB. And just, just don't bet on him. Just don't bet on him. They're not fun. Unless you're taking the under, but you know how we roll here with the under. Fuck no. Ain't nobody like the under. Number four, Jacksonville. What a mess. 
Just what a mess. I haven't watched a lot of Jacksonville games this year. But they got a quarterback I've never even heard of. And their defense isn't nearly what it used to be. I don't even, like, their defense is serviceable, I guess. Just not a fun team. I feel like the spread also won't be too crazy because it's not like they're they're that bad. They're not the Jets or even what the Cowboys were a couple weeks ago. I don't think the spread's going to be too crazy. And I just, I wouldn't like them as underdogs because, I mean, they're going to be underdogs, basically everybody. But, I, I mean, Jacksonville, it's, I like it. Jacksonville. I like to I like to compare it to the Knicks. You remember last year Minshew Mania? Everybody was like, "Oh shit, Minshew Mania! He won a few games. This is fun." It's just like insanity. That's you know, if you're a Jacksonville fan, like your Super Bowl, like your everything was Minshew Mania. And now, who do you guys got? James Robinson? Yes, he's he's a good running back, very good running back. But I mean, other than that, there's there's plenty of good running backs in the league. Like, who cares? Sorry, Jacksonville, but that sucks. And number five, the eight and three Cleveland Browns. You hear that correctly? Eight and three Cleveland Browns. Little bit of frauds, and I put them at five for a reason. I don't I don't think they're a bad team at all. Not at all. Running game is they got two great backs. Two obviously two starting backs that they have. And they're they're starting to figure out how to use them. But the only thing is, I don't trust Baker. I wish I could say I trusted Baker, but I don't. I used to be a Baker Mayfield guy, but I feel like he's been in the league long enough, and I feel like he's been doing this long enough where they they have it's no longer that they're just the Browns and it's, you know, Baker Mayfield, what is he supposed to do? They're just the Browns. They're not just the Browns anymore. Like you heard me, eight and three Cleveland Browns. And that's not really to do with anything Baker Mayfield's doing. I I don't know. I haven't looked at the numbers. I know Odell is having another down. Like Odell is, football's really weird how guys just get over the hill so quickly. I feel like I compared a lot to basketball because basketball is really my first sport. But I just feel like you just have these guys who are bona fide superstars. And then the next season they can have... 600 yards and three TDs, and you're like, what the hell happened? I know it's more of a team sport than basketball, so obviously those factors go into it, but it just seems like guys drop off a cliff, and I think that's what happened to Odell. I think he's more of a – I think he's more of like a, just a social media figure and just a guy that, you know, like the shitting on the chest thing earlier in the season. Like, that's Odell Beckham. If that doesn't – like, that's his career in a nutshell, and, and the catch. He made the greatest catch of all time. That's really, like, obviously he was good wide receiver, probably top five for a little while, but that's Odell Beckham. He's the catch, and he's the guy that likes to get shit on his chest. I wouldn't bet on that guy. I definitely wouldn't bet on that guy. I don't know about you, but fuck. No thanks. I do like, I kind of like their defense. I mean, Miles Garrett is... Miles Garrett's top three pass rusher in the league. I don't think there's any, if, you know, if Aaron Donald's number one, he's number two. Guy's fucking insane. And hopefully he's just not ripping off any helmets this year and beating people with them. Uh, so next, I did uh, two guarantee over teams. Just two teams I just feel like, no matter who they're playing, that over has a chance to hit. I mean, one's my first one's not a surprise. Second one, second one might be a little bit of a surprise. 
Um, I'm not doing two unders because who get? I refuse. I refuse. I might get into it at some point. I, I think there's going to be a week where I only bet unders. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that at some point. At some point this football season, I will only bet unders and I will report back to the podcast to see how I'll probably have my best week gambling, honestly, if I bet all unders. I just fucking nothing worse than just watching a game. And having them, like, two teams just sling it, sick plays, and you're just pissed seeing good football. Nothing worse. Um, so, yeah, the two guarantee over teams, one is the Seahawks. I just, they got two of the best wideouts in the league. Russ, borderline MVP season. They're getting Chris Carson back. And I think it also helped, it also, yes, it does help the over. Their defense sucks. Their defense has not proved anything this year whatsoever. Which I think they're playing here in what? 10 minutes? Playing in 10 minutes, I think this is a big defense game for Seattle. I think this is because everybody talks about Seattle as being like that in the borderline top teams, like very top team. Obviously, they're the top teams, but I mean, like when you say top teams, you got Chiefs, you got the, you got the Chiefs, you got the Saints. I'll put the Bucks in there and the Steelers. That's really the top. That's the top four teams, and then Seahawks. Ah, I guess if I put the Bucks in there, I gotta put the. I put the Bucks and Seahawks both in the same spot. Where the Bucks, if Brady can figure out his offense, and you know, if Bruce, if it's really if Bruce Arians wants to start playing to Brady's strengths at all, they'll figure it out. But the Seahawks, yes, if the Seahawks can figure out anything, like even a serviceable defense, they don't have to be the old Seahawks defense, the their old defense whatsoever. They just got to be serviceable because their offense is fucking nuts. I would say best offense of the league, and I don't think there's a lot of people who disagree with me at all. DK Metcalf, bona fide superstar, probably going to be the next Megatron, barring an injury. And Tyler Lockett's just sick. He's been sick for a while, and him and Russ have a really good, really, really good relationship. And that's, yeah, bet on the Seahawks go over a lot. I just see a lot of points. Uh, I'm not no, I'm not taking the over tonight because they're playing Philly and they're going to murder Philly. Bet big, bet big on the Seahawks. Very big. Uh, second one, more of a surprise, but I think Minnesota. I think Minnesota heading down the stretch. They won yesterday. I don't know if they are still in the NFC Wild Card chase. I think they are. But Minnesota, best running back in the league. Adam Thielen has been good again this year. Last season he got overshadowed by Diggs, and this season he's coming back to form a little bit. And Kirk Cousins, I, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like Kirk Cousins playing for playoff implications lights a fire under his ass. And Kirk, born old Kirk Cousins is no more. I just think... Them headed down the stretch, there will be a lot of firepower coming from the offense. I also I don't I like Kyle Rudolph for some reason tight end. I I just I like them headed down the stretch. You could probably put them even in the five teams to bet on headed down the stretch. They could just they could definitely be one of those teams, no doubt, no doubt at all. So yeah, that's that's the football portion of this. I think I covered quite a bit. And that, that's that's who I'm going to be betting on down the stretch. That's for sure. But honestly, with the way I've been going, you might want to fade me. You'd probably be fucking rich at this point. 
So let's talk a, let's make a little transition here. Let's talk a little college basketball. I'll tell you what. I thought I knew a little something about college basketball. I don't know a fucking thing. I've lost, I have not won a college basketball bet yet, and I've bet seven times. <laughs> I don't even, that's the thing, I've been just kind of sitting there on a Friday afternoon board, and you know, yeah, I'll throw in a couple. I don't know a fucking thing, apparently. I've been getting murdered with these. I feel like the overs don't hit a lot in college basketball. I don't know if, like, I don't have the stats or numbers to back that up, but I bet like three or four overs. They haven't even been fucking close. Less COVID, you know, less te- time with, you know, less time, like practice time before the season might be. But a lot of people, when a lot of people think about stuff like that, they they only take into account like rusty shots and the offense doing great. Like that could also equate to defenses being bad. You know, defensive schemes and communication. You haven't been with your teammates a lot. I just, I can't figure out college basketball for the fucking life of me. I'm a, I'm a Kentucky fan. I'm a Kentucky fan, so I'm going to be following them a lot this year. Good thing I didn't bet them against Richmond the other night. I I just, I college basketball, I have a feeling, is going to kick my ass this year, especially when football's done and I got nothing else to bet on. It's going to be all college basketball, and I'm going to get fucked more than likely. College football, though? I don't know shit about college football. Admittedly, not a fucking thing. I think I'm I think I'm 67% in college football. I've been killing it with the college football. I think I'm going to just start riding the college football wave and I don't know until I can start I need to win at least one. Hopefully once I win one the floodgates open, but I mean college football or college basketball this year, I just it's obviously a different year, COVID and shit. I I say stay away from stay away from the overs, even though it's not that's not my forte whatsoever, and I hate say it pains me to say it, it really does because I I love the overs, but damn, I just can't. It just doesn't seem like they're scoring a lot at the beginning of the season at all, which that obviously might change towards the end once teams get comfortable with each other and whatnot. But my god, it's been fucking killing me. But there definitely there will be more there will be more college basketball and college football content to come. I just I really I've been sticking on the football mostly because that's what I've been paying attention to a lot. I've been paying attention to a lot of football. This is I think I know more football this year than I ever have in my life. I I've been paying quite a bit of attention. But damn, college basketball is going to be the fucking death of me. All right, let's wrap this thing up for tonight. Let's let's give you some picks. Let's give you some picks. We'll go. Let's go. Well, for tonight, obviously, well, the game is about to happen. Hammer Seattle, but nobody's going to be able to hear that before then. Um, Ravens, I'm not seeing a spread yet for the Ravens-Steelers game that's supposed to happen on Wednesday. I, this is the statement game for the Ravens. I... Bet on the Ravens. They're probably going to be dogs. They might be plus three and a half, plus four maybe, which I I like the sounds of that. But I I think, in all honesty, I think the Ravens are going to, you know, beat them by 10, 13, 14 
It's going to be, I think it's Ravens all day Wednesday. I really do. And that's, I mean, that's the pod for today. I'm going to be trying to upload every Monday night, I think, right before the Monday night football game. And yeah, this is, this has been a fun one. I got fucking ripping. Damn. See y'all next week.